and welcome back to the podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Caitlin from Martinsville, Saskatchewan, who shares her one pregnancy and birth story. Um, She had an unmedicated hospital birth in Manitoba, where she was living at the time, and unfortunately dealt with a severe hemorrhage after the birth due to a tear in her cervix. Hey, Caitlin. Hi. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, It's my pleasure. I'll get you to tell us all a bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Sure. My name is Caitlin. I am a mom here in Martinsville, Saskatchewan. I have a little guy named Lincoln, who is just over 18 months old now. Um, My husband and I are yeah here in Martinsville. Uh, We've been married for four years together for eight and... Yeah, have our little guy Lincoln with us. Awesome. Um, Okay, let's hear about your road to getting pregnant with Lincoln. Sure. So we began trying in February of 2019. Um, I went off birth control and everything. We were on the depot shot. So that worked great for not getting pregnant. But um, the road to pregnancy, we ended up having a miscarriage at the end of February in 2020. Um, We were about seven to eight weeks pregnant there. Um, That was a little traumatic to say the least but um yeah we ended up having that miscarriage and we didn't know for sure that I was pregnant at that point um but I went to the doctor for some really bad lower back pain and ended up being told in one breath pretty much that I was pregnant and I was miscarrying so that was a little yeah it was it was rough for sure and had to I actually got to sort of witness the start of COVID during mm. like blood tests every other day for a couple of weeks. Cause my numbers were going up and down and um, yeah. So I got to see the starts of COVID and that was an interesting introduction at least. Mm. Um, but yeah, we ended up starting to try again in about April of 2020 and we finally conceived at the start of July. So got the positive test at the end of July. Good. Yeah, got pregnant in July. We got the positive test end of July there. Um, and yeah, we were at the doctor later that day to confirm everything and get those initial tests rolling. Um, and so mm-hmm. what was it like when you found out you were pregnant again? Um, I was very excited, but also extremely anxious just with that early lost before it made me very nervous mm-hmm. uh, sort of going forward with like telling anyone and um like we had spotting early on as well so that made me very nervous it was like right before our dating ultrasound so mm-hmm. I was very fortunate that we had that dating ultrasound to sort of confirm everything again mm-hmm. did you feel anxious about things for most of the pregnancy or did it kind of improve as the pregnancy went on it It definitely improved. There was like bouts of uncertainty throughout, but as a whole, I was pretty calm, cool, collected throughout throughout the entire pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, And how did the pregnancy go in general? It was lovely. I loved being pregnant. Um, The first trimester, I was exhausted and sick here and there, had headaches. But other than that, it was, I loved it. Um, Really enjoyed experiencing growing inside me and mm-hmm. yeah just Aww. just all, all of it yeah it's so it's so cool <laughs> um 
And and how were you feeling about birth? Did you have any birth plans or any thoughts about it? I didn't have a specific birth plan, but I definitely had some preferences that I wanted to go through with. Um, so like, yeah, um, I ended up having Lincoln in Manitoba. We were in Manitoba at that time and we had ended up in Manitoba at that time and had like an hour drive. So we knew that when I ended up um, in labor that we would need to sort of plan ahead there and get to the city when we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually ended up losing my mucus plug the night before. It's so like on the 23rd of March uh, and didn't really think anything of it. Um, I knew that it could happen soon. It could happen a couple of weeks from then, mm-hmm. but was uh, that I, quite a bit before your due date. No, it was actually, I gave birth at 38 weeks and two days. Oh, okay. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but I was so, so confident that I was going to go overdue, um, like past the due date. I was so confident about yeah. that. Um, but he had other plans, that's for sure. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's hear then about how labor ended up starting at 38 plus two. Sure. Um, so I... Yeah, lost the mucus plug the night before, and then I was sleeping. I woke up early the next morning because I was barely sleeping anyways. Um, and I was, like, feeling, like, twinges here and there, but nothing consistent, nothing, like, nothing serious. So um, I started working early that morning because I worked from home anyways, so that was nice. I could just go to my office and do my work, and my husband went off to work, and by noon, I was like, hmm, these are getting closer together. They're getting more consistent, but I was like, I'll keep working. Um, so I kept working till like a little bit after noon. And then I ended up calling 811 to sort of get the process rolling. Um, I knew that if I called them and said, it was like, I'm pretty sure I'm in labor, they'd get everything ready to go for in the city for the paperwork for um, admitting me. Um, so we did that. And I actually went to the doctor in town just to like make sure that I was like, actually for sure in labor because I wasn't too sure. Like... I was still pretty positive at that point that we were still going to go past you. Um, But sure enough, he was like, no, you're already three centimeters dilated. You need to go to the city. (laughs) So um, I ended up calling my husband, telling him to come home so we could go drive the hour to go give birth. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was the drive like? Um, My husband was stressed. (laughs) I was like their timing and everything and like just breathing through the contractions and really just not wanting to give birth on the side of the road. Like that was my one. I do not want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was at the doctor, he said like, technically I should be recommending an ambulance, but you'll get to the city quicker by car. So um, yeah, it was a little bit stressful, but we got parked in the parking lot and to the ER and they had everything ready to go like set off to the side for me so they just had to put my wristband on and ushered me upstairs to get into the um, admitting room so where they observe and everything mm-hmm. um, and I was there for I, I think we got there around three o'clock and by five o'clock we were finally in the room getting ready oh, okay so two hours in assessment before you got a room yeah. Oh, okay. Aww. Yeah. Uh, and what was it like once and you got in the room? Once we got to the room, it was 
So like I wanted to labor in the bath as much as I could. Um, so we, we tried that, but I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was open, I was open to getting, um, the nitro gas. So my nurse ended up getting that all ready to go. And, um, yeah, we labored in there for a little while and that got a little bit more intense. So my nurse recommended we move over to the bed just because I wasn't comfortable in the bath at all. And then we started looking at getting ready to push. So, um, I met the doctor and everything and then didn't see her till he was just about ready to come out. And so how long did you labor for in total at the hospital before pushing? Before pushing, um, do you count that from contractions? Cause I, I think of it when I, once I got to the hospital is more of like my true labor, yeah, but oh, totally. um, yeah. So it was like, he was born at 806 PM. And we got there off, like we were admitted by five. Oh, wow. So it was pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I dilated quite quickly, actually. Like by the time we were in the room, I was, I think, five centimeters dilated, five or six. And then it happened quite, quite quickly there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, my nurse actually recommended uh, getting, the IV shunt ready to go. So it was in me. And even though I didn't want any medication, she's like, just in case anything happened, um, I recommend it. So I like reluctantly was like, okay, sure. Um, not wanting any pain medication at all, but we did that anyways. And then, yeah, everything started getting a little bit more intense. So I was, my water never broke until I was just about pushing and my doctor was nowhere to be found. <laughs> we had nurses and nursing students, but no doctor. So it was quite chaotic at that point because I was ready to push. Mm. And they were calling anybody with OB privileges to my room um, because they couldn't <laughs> couldn't find the doctor. Oh and just goodness. as they were... Yeah, it was a little, st- a little stressful. Um, it was like... Just before shift change, she ended up coming in. So like around like 7.55. I'm just like, oh, this progressed very quickly. Um, so she's like, okay, are you are you ready to ready to have a baby? I'm like, uh yeah. Like, let's go. Um, so yeah, I we labored there and I don't even remember how many pushes. It wasn't very many, but I remember feeling very exhausted near the end of it and it was like scream like I can't do this anymore. I just want my baby. Um, and they had me reach down and feel him crowning, which is a surreal experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it really definitely gives you a little bit more life, um, like more will to just like keep going because yeah. like he was so close. Um, and then yeah, I was like one or two more pushes, and he was on my chest, and that was the best feeling ever. Um, yeah. And he was able to like, he did like little crawl up to my, up to my chest there. And he laid there while they were um, stitching me up. I ended up with a second degree tear. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's stitching me up there and, um, my husband was there with me and just in all of our little guy. And, um, I distinctly remember like asking like, is my placenta birthed yet? So I was just like ready to be done with it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
they were like, no, not yet. We're just stitching it up first and then we'll get the placenta. So I was like, okay, great. Like have some time for us. And um, then everything sort of went into a blur, into a panic. Um, after the placenta was birthed, there was a lot of blood. So they were thinking I was like hemorrhaging. So they gave me the um, shot in the leg and everything to help with the clotting. Um, but that wasn't doing anything. And it turns out that I had ended up with a, it was like a two centimeter, maybe a little bit long, bigger tear in my upper back of my cervix um, that they couldn't find. Oh, um, so, yeah. So I ended up, I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I've been told <laughs> quite a bit of what happened afterwards. But um, there was like a swarm of nurses, nursing students, like pretty much anyone that was free to end up in my birthing room. Um, a new bed came in because they had to take me down for surgery, um, go down to the OR to get stitched up and everything because I was in and out of consciousness. Um, the last thing I really remember before leaving the room was getting moved to the bed and being told to look back at my husband and child. <laughs> um, like my husband, first time holding an infant. Mm-hmm. Um, like they told him that they he had to take Lincoln off of me um, because they had to take me to the OR and yeah. So that was a terrifying <laughs> experience. Um, and yeah, I was like, I was in and out of consciousness the entire way down to the OR. Um, and the last thing I really remember was the anesthesiologist saying like, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that you are safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a chance that I would have had um, my cervix removed and if they couldn't like stop the bleeding and um, there was a lot of scary things but mm. we ended up being okay um, so that was wonderful but uh, definitely a scary scary point there so were you put under general anesthesia for your surgery or I was intubated okay wow. yeah so um, yeah I woke up in recovery um, screaming not knowing whether Lincoln was okay or not. I didn't really remember if he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I didn't really know anything about that. Um, the nurses had to call up to make sure because they didn't know, like the recovery nurses. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, that was rough. So I finally got up to, like they had to obviously keep me for observation for a little bit down in recovery. Um, so by the time I finally got up to the room to see my husband and Lincoln, it was 11 o'clock. So just about three hours. Okay. But that night. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really expect, like, I expected like maybe like a C-section to have to happen or Mm. like those typical experiences for birth, but not that never crossed my mind. Totally. No, why would it? Oh, um, and so what was it like when you were reunited with Lincoln and your husband? Bless. Like, I was just so happy and I was so also upset. Like, there were so many emotions going through me because, like, I had that idea in my head where I wanted that those first couple of hours to just be the three of us as a family. Mm-hmm. Like, um, didn't want, like, the nurses in there. I wanted just just be the three of us to have that time and I 
felt like sort of robbed of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But finally being able to hold him, I felt very like protective. Like I didn't want anybody to touch him. Like I, I just wanted to be with him, (laughs) be with him. Cause yeah. And so Um, how, how were you feeling physically from the surgery? Like did they go in through your abdomen? No. So it was all through my vagina. Yeah. So luckily I didn't have to have any incisions or anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was like two gynecologists were there, my two OBs making sure like reproductively I was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very fortunate for that. Um, really good doctors there. Um, but I was on so much medication there, like painkillers and like freezing and everything, um, that I don't remember any of that, like after birth pain that everybody talks mm-hmm. about. I experienced none of it because like I had packing in there I was on bed rest for the for at least 24 hours I think it was um like a catheter everything because they didn't want me out of bed just in case it ripped the stitches or something Mm -hmm. so I was stuck in bed for 24 (laughs) 24 hours at the hospital there and yeah um and so how long did you stay at the hospital and when did you get to go home so we ended up going home on the f- Friday afternoon. And so we were there for two day, two nights. Okay. Um, they offered to let us stay an extra night just because of everything that I went through. But at that point I was like, I'm ready to not be here and be reminded. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that if I just like got home, it'd be like over with and don't have to deal with it again. Yeah. Um, but obviously there's still the trauma there with, that experience oh, for sure um and okay so then what what were things like when you got home what was your postpartum like um it was quite a blur <laughs> of course um like the sleep exhaustion um he said really well like he we didn't have any nursing troubles which is i was thankful for like i went through like the baby blues and everything and i have had struggles with um depression, anxiety, pre-pregnancy. So I knew going into it that there was, that was definitely a possibility. And I definitely did end up having to deal with like postpartum, like anxiety, depression, the rage. Mm-hmm. Um, I experienced that quite a lot. Um, and just sort of like some PTSD from it uh, that I've had to, to work through. Um, his doctor was like right across the street from the hospital that I gave birth in. So like his first few visits to the doctor um, was really tough. Like seeing the hospital even just like triggered me. Um, and like, I would just like cry and um, not be able to really hold together. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting help finally in December. So it was like nine and a bit months um, after I had Lincoln that I finally was able to go to the doctor um, and get some support there. Um, So I was ended up on some antidepressants there for a while. And I went through therapy for like dealing with that birth trauma, which was extreme, extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Knowing that like nothing I did caused any of this and, um, but it's still okay to experience like how those feelings around it and yeah. having some remorse for what could have been versus what happened. 
Oh gosh, that's yeah. hard. Well, I'm glad you ended up getting help and, and are you doing pretty well these days? These days, yes. Um, it took quite a while, but finally I was able to work through it. And um, actually I had to, or I ended up going back to that hospital to see a family member in the hospital back in December as well. And being in the hospital actually probably helped me the most. Oh, good. Um, sort of like being in the same general space, mm-hmm. um, like walking those stairs, those like the elevator, everything sort of put it in perspective that I am okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and ended up writing a letter to the nurses that I had, um, just sort of like thanking them because uh, they were huge advocates for me, especially that first night. Um, where I was getting checked every five minutes, mm-hmm. um, like literally every five minutes, she was checking to make sure I was not bleeding out, yeah. um, and making sure that I was okay, but also still getting sleep and supporting that experience with Lincoln as well. Like not wanting anyone to touch him, like mm-hmm. she was a lifesaver. Like I felt so appreciative of her that I just felt need to express that to her and whether she remembered me or not is a totally different thing but it was it was um healing to do that for me that's good um and as far as that surgery that you had to have did they have any concerns about it um you know having a tear again in the future if you chose to have another child so they don't think that it would happen but obviously it's still a possibility they think it's sort of a f- freak accident what happened yeah. um they think that he either like i either started pushing too soon or his elbow or knee or something caught me okay while pushing um so just random. so yeah, yeah um which is good and bad like, i am 100 a person that needs like concrete answers for something and when i don't get that it's very difficult to like comprehend and understand why something happened if there's no explanation, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, that's where the therapy really supported me in that and becoming okay with never having that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so thinking back to when you were pregnant, um, did you have any particular fears about birth? And if so, what would you say was your number one fear? So, yes, I did. I actually, the anxiety that I had before was that either myself or my child would die. Um, I had like that extreme fears Mm -hmm. and like anxieties about that. Um, So that, yeah, that was hard to work through, especially after experiencing what we did and like my husband not knowing if I was going to survive or not. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and did you have any, any particular part of birth? Sorry. Was there any particular part of birth <laughs> that you were really excited to experience? I was so excited to be the family of three to have like Lincoln with us and like to see my husband finally being able to, be with him, um, like holding him and seeing them together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited for that. Yeah. Aww. 
Um, and what is one piece of advice that you would give a first time parent who's going to be having their baby soon? I recommend just taking those birth classes, whatever is available. Um, just preparing yourself for a multitude of uh, possibilities um, and have a plan going in, but make it the right word. Um, be flexible with it because yeah. you never you never know what's going to happen. Totally. Um, and then lastly, what did you think was going to be the most difficult part about postpartum um, and what actually turned out to be the most challenging part? Um, I thought just the adjustment to having a baby is like the sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, adjusting to that would be probably one of the most challenging parts. And actually was the huge swings of emotions and feeling so disconnected from my body and my mind for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's tough. Um Oh, well, I'm glad that you are safe and that you got through everything okay and that you're feeling good now. And I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is a wonderful experience for, for everyone to listen to. I think it's, birth stories are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>